Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas! Oh, you gonna be all right? Everybody, welcome to season five of the longest running Roy Burns True Show. It's the Dimension Lot of the Podcast where shenanigans and hijinks surrounding horror movies, video games, television, comic books, and a beer come early, come often. I am Carlos Rivera. With me on one side is the first of his name, watcher of horror movies and player of video games, Adam R. Griffin. And on the other side, the mountain, the third, Rob Christie. Follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine. Handles in the show notes at It's the Damn. And on Instagram, it's Dim Dim and Charles Podcast. Uh, it is January 15th, the day that we record this episode, and it has been a month. It has been a year. It's been a year inside of 15 days of 2021. I hate it. Um, everything is on fire and horrible. We're going to do our best to persevere. Rob, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. This year's definitely been, uh, how do you put this politely, a massive shit show already. So, uh... Yeah, here's hoping shit improves. Indeed. Indeed. Like, 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 you want to say things can only get better? I don't. Like I, I want, don't want to put I, that into the world. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going no, to say uh, it. You uh, want, I want uh, to say it, but I'm not. You're a, you're a wise man. Uh, that is my general take on things, but I'll not say it out loud. Definitively. <laughs> I know how this goes. So I'm like, just You know how, like, I, you're. Like you be sitting around the the house and you like says something and all of a sudden like your Google search engine like looks it up for it. It's the same way. Talk about shit. Shit's gonna happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know I you know just gotta just gotta just gotta get through one day at a time. At this point, and uh, hopefully everybody gets to the other side of this thing. Cause yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Maybe uh, entertain yourself with some fine horror movie experiences. Yeah, yeah, we got this, uh, we got this. Oh, wow. We, we got this, uh, we got this special seg kicking in from the third, so that's one, that's a, that's a point on your docket in the positive column. Um, we'll see what happens to make you get that point taken away <laughs> in a few minutes. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're on this, we're on this quest for 5,000 total downloads by December 31st. And uh, in order to help, help facilitate that, we're, we're sending our friend Rob Christ the third in the third seat right over there on my digital screen right. Um, uh, send him down a trip through uh, the horror movie genre, exposing him to all sorts of uh, uh syrup based shenanigans. And, I feel like uh, expose is like the right term too. In latex tomfoolery, yes. Yeah, I think exposes of like an apt word to use to describe what we're doing to him. Yes, yes, um, yeah. Uh, so each week we pick two movies. Rob doesn't know uh, who's picking those movies, but he has the movies to watch. And um, uh, this week, Rob will 
we'll introduce these movies and tell us what they are, and he'll go through them one at a time. Uh, points will be deducted if Rob gets to book reporting. Uh, we were all in sixth grade. It was a long time ago. We don't need to go back. Um, you know, just keep all those loose leaf paper thoughts to yourself. Just it's just also, yeah, it's also Friday night, and I'm trying to get my drink on. So, yeah, yeah. I, it, are I, you, I uh, don't want to. I don't want to throw anything at the MacBook because it's barely working as it is. <laughs> are you requesting uh, some oh, some sorry, brevity, what? perhaps? Um. A little more brevity, perhaps, is how I should phrase that. Yeah, we, we don't need a scene by scene re- recap. Fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, I, got, the, I got very book the, reporting. The unabridged version is not what I'm looking for. More like the cliff notes. What cliff you're saying notes. is you you don't want all the cutting room floor <laughs> material. I mean, I'm pretty sure we both saw these movies before. Yes. Fair. Yeah, hence it, why we hence hence why we have you know suggested them to you to watch. And uh, yeah, and they're going to be you know some full on spoiler stuff, and we might jump around in the context of the movie, uh, but not too much. You know, we don't need any any more uh, Bob related mishaps uh, as far as recounting everything. Well, I, I well, I, I feel like we might be we might not have any Bob issues tonight. No, no, no. These are these are both no, straight, straightforward. No Bob issues tonight. No, I hope. So um, so 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 that. With that, uh, let's get started. Rob, uh, introduce the first movie. Uh, let's go in chronological order. So here's your first test. <laughs> which order, which movie came first uh, chronologically? Oh, you would ask the one thing I didn't pay any goddamn attention to. Okay. <laughs> well, unfortunately it, for I, you, I can cheat. I'm uh, looking at you. You've already looking at you. Okay, okay, now hang on. I had tabs up for both movies because I wanted to read their blurbs, okay? Well, that's fine. But I tried to try to get you early in. Yeah, I just lost my point. Take that point away. Told you. Back to zero. Told you it was going to happen. In chronological order, the first movie to come out in the United States was Reanimator. And that's the first movie we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to read the blurb because it's very short and it's good. All right, here we go. This classic 80s cult horror hit follows a student who brings wait, the wait, 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 wait. What? Can you start over again? I, I kind of I want you in your like in your movie like announcer you, voice. You need my movie announcer voice? Yes, please. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. This classic 80s cult horror hit follows a student who brings the dead back to life. Herbert West, the brilliant Jeffrey Combs, true by the way. Very brilliant. Has just enrolled at a new school after an attempt to revive a former professor went very wrong. Convinced he's on the verge of a breakthrough, West sneaks into the morgue and revives the corpse, and that's when the terror and comedy begins. Reanimator was the first and still the best of Stuart Gordon's gruesome and raunchy H.P. Lovecraft adaptations. Thirty years later, it remains essential viewing for any true horror fan. Contains violence and gore. That's a point for Rob. <laughs> yeah. That was a good job. Yeah. That was a good yeah. job. I enjoyed yeah. that. Now, in that blurb, I think we had two uh, the disagreements. I think me and both me and Griff both disagreed with the blurb. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah. I, don't, I don't think this is Stuart Gordon's best. This is not Stuart Gordon's best H.P. Lovecraft film. Okay. That would be From Beyond. Because that I'll have to take your word for, for the time being. Well, yes, because it's not available on streaming right now. Ah, 
So, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I think so, we no. can agree that Jeffrey Combs is brilliant. Oh, 100%. Definitely. 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 But uh, it's not about our takes. It's about yours. Keep going, Rob. All right. So. <laughs> all right. Reanimator. Uh, one thing. One thing that kind of stood out to me, and it's because of the other movie that I watched. It's not because there's anything. There's nothing wrong with Reanimator. It's fucking great. I want a copy. I just haven't pulled the trigger on buying it yet. It will happen. Um, the actors in this are actually all really good. Like some horror movies, you get a lot of like cheese acting. I actually didn't really get that much of that from Reanimator, which I know sounds very funny, but uh, yeah. Beginning of the movie, uh, Herbert West tries to revive a corpse. It goes horribly wrong. He delivers this great line, says, "Let me go. I have to measure his vitals." Because and while meanwhile, there's an essentially an exploding corpse on its feet. <clears throat> He gets thrown out of school, moved to the Americas, etc. We meet uh, the other protagonist, Mr. Kane. Oh my god, I forgot his first name. But uh, there's the usual school stuff. Uh, Herbert West shows up to his door randomly and says, "Hey, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to move in." It's it's not random. They posted. That's true. That's right. That's right. Kane posted, and uh, now what's random is that he shows up at what seems to be like eleven o'clock at night. Which is oh oh you mean the the uh, the humping hour yeah the humping hour (laughs) (laughs) poor Megan hey we'll get to that later we'll talk about (laughs) that later we'll get to that later all right fine sorry so Herbert moves in Uh, Herbert immediately causes stress because he's talking shit to this uh, perceived other really brilliant doctor Doctor Hill. He basically just calls him, completely calls him out before he's even really a student. So a lot of stress, a little bit of tension there. You get the feeling Dr. Hill is kind of weird, especially when he uh, not quite actively hits on the dean's daughter in front of the dean and uh, and uh, Dan, her current boyfriend. <laughs> uh, the movie progresses. Let's see. What's who's the first uh, first victim? Uh, I'm going to say is Rufus. Dan's cat. Megan is looking for the cat. Not the first, not the very first victim. The first victim after Herbert has moved into the home. But uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, did he kill the cat or did he actually find the cat dead? What do y'all think? Uh, Herbert's not cruel, cruel. He just treats bodies horribly. So I think he really found the cat dead. I think he killed the cat, possibly, just because in his journal, he talks about having killed like a bunch of rabbits, guinea pigs, dogs, and cats. So I think it's at so least think, a 50-50 shot. You're thinking that this is the, the, the step towards that mind frame? Possibly, yes. Interesting. I don't, but go on. He's too nice a guy. Herbert is Herbert definitely has problems. I mean, listen, we all have problems. That's right? very true. Very true. Thankfully, most of us don't try to resolve those problems by reanimating dead tissue. Well, that you know of. I I hope that's not what y'all are doing. But if it is, you know what? Okay. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, Rufus... That's so anticlimactic. That's very okay. anticlimactic. I mean, I don't really know what I would do about it if you were doing that. This is my, my goal in life. I'm calling the cops. Head. Uh, what? But, uh, call the- <laughs> <laughs> we get that's that's a whole episode right there. I'm not but, uh, I'm not jumping in on that. <laughs> okay, so Rufus is dead. Megan, dance girlfriend, immediately accuses Herbert of killing the cat because she just has that vibe, and I can understand why. Long story short, Herbert says he didn't do it. Dan more or less believes him. That night, though, he hears this god awful screeching. That's one of the worst sounds I've actually ever heard in a horror movie to, so far, by the way, is that that horrific cat screech. Dan grabs a baseball bat, wanders around the house, goes to the basement, and what does he find? Uh, he finds his roommate, Herbert West, with uh, with a cat attached to his back. Okay, hold on. Rob, did you mm-hmm. just say... Did you just say the most horrific sound? One of the most awful sounds... I've heard so far was that cat in a, in so far in a horror movie, right? Yes, yes. This is this I know is it won't be two. the worst. I know it yeah, won't be the worst. Yeah, this no. is only week two. So. Yeah. yeah I, I want you to write sounds. Write down your get. notes. January fifteenth, two thousand twenty-one. <laughs> Carlos made you aware that that won't that will pale in comparison to the worst sound you've ever heard in a horror movie. Duly noted, and I'm a little horrified, but. Damn That's right, you better be. <laughs> so, um, Dan has noticed it, and, you know, he's upset. They proceed to chase and beat the living shit out of this cat. Finally discovers it's his cat, it's Rufus, who was dead, but now is not. And actually, he thinks he's losing it, but West is like, no, look. He injects him with uh, his serum, which is a conveniently, incredibly bright, glowing substance. And then the cat picks its head back up. Which, I'm going to be honest, that made me a little sad <laughs> when that happened. I was like, aw, this poor cat. And then it meowed again. I was like, nope, nope, kill it, kill it. Just kill it again. So he goes to the dean. The dean's like, you're fucking insane, and you're dating my daughter. I'm going to rescind your loan, and you're basically fucked. Which drives him to take uh, Herbert to the morgue so they can try the serum out on a human corpse again. All kinds of shit goes wrong. The corpse, they finally try it on. Dosage gets fucked up, but it eventually gets up and beats the shit out of the both of them. And then it uh, breaks down the door to the morgue onto the Dean and then picks the Dean up and fucks up his day completely. Kills him. And then something interesting happens uh, because Herbert's like, step out of the way of the corpse. And he, I, I thought that he was going to go for like the brainstem cut. Which would have made sense to me, you know, stop the whole body from operating, essentially. But no, he just essentially drills through the dude's torso. Which, uh, which is only interesting because I was thinking that, hey, these are zombies. No, no, they're not. They're literal reanimated tissue. They're just brought back to life so you can more or less destroy them in the way you could destroy anyone else, I guess. Uh... But then he uses the serum on the Dean because the Dean is freshly dead, and that's very important, apparently. The Dean gets up and is also incredibly strong, picks them both up by the neck. Luckily for them, Megan pops down there and says, hey, what the fuck's going on? And they manage to convince her that he just lost his shit. Despite the fact that there's blood leaking out of his eyes and his mouth. Thoughts so far? 
Thought so doing? far. Solid acting, decent effects. <laughs> Honestly, I was just, I was just enjoying this one too much, I think. So I was just like, man, this is a good movie. It's just not I'm sorry. I don't I... <laughs> it's the uh it's the checklist aspect of it. It's all about acting decent effects. Yeah. 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 Good acting. Good well. acting. Check Good acting. Check sure. the box. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Hill, being the helpful soul that he is, locks up her dad. He has, unbeknownst to us, made a uh, discovery. The discovery involves the laser drill that he talks about using earlier in the movie. Of course, I great I uh, skipped over that part because I'm very smart. Wait, 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 wait. You did what? I uh, I skipped over that part because. <laughs> I just forgot it. And the point that you earned points before is gone. So now if negative. I can if I can get through this with zero points, I think I'll have done okay. Well, well I was going to say you're negative one because that's that's like minus two points. That is very important. Because the homework assignment was to watch two movies, and if you skip the scene, that means you did not. No, 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 no. I skipped describing it. I watched the whole movie. Oh. I just forgot to mention it. Yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't do okay, okay. now. I know that okay. I I don't have the best reputation for doing my homework properly, but come on. Listen, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm just making sure. I wouldn't insult you, the audience. You made the comment you skipped. I didn't. You're I right. I did. Going to skip the commentary that that that's understandable, yeah. considering how fucked up that scene is. That scene is, yeah. To touch, just, uh, touch, touch on it, Dr. Hill has invented a laser drill that's supposed to be, a, and he has come up with a new form of lobotomy, essentially, which is just to drill a motherfucker right here in their brain until their frontal lobe is fucked, I guess. Yep. They don't go into detail, you just see that, you just see the telltale wound on their head, and you know that he's taken the drill to them. This becomes important because he does it to, uh, to the dean, to the revivified dean, and then it's revealed that he's discovered the ultimate way to control flesh. He discovers this in a very unfor- kind of an unfortunate way, because he goes down to uh, Herbert's basement and says, "I basically know what you've done. I know the dean is dead." And Herbert's like, "Yeah, he is." Then he threatens Herbert with uh, arrest or worse, or no, he threatens to have him either committed or arrested. Excuse me. Herbert's not into that, so Herbert shows him the serum, shows him his notes. He gets into the notes. Herbert finds a shovel and uh, puts a first puts a dent into the back of Doctor Hill's head, and then he uh, how do you put this? Uh, decapitates him with the shovel. Then he gets oh, yeah. an idea. Then he gets an idea. The idea is, and I believe the line is, "Huh, I haven't tried it with whole parts before." <laughs> and uh, I remember thinking, "Oh, no, Herbert, no, this is this isn't going to work," but it does work. He, re- he revives separately Dr. Hill's head and his body. <laughs> One of the funnier scenes is how he, he can't get the head to stand up in the bin he's putting it in, so he grabs a old old-timey uh, note holder and just stabs it, stabs, or, uh, stabs it through the bottom of his head, and so it stands up straight. Which, huh, I remember watching that for the first time. It's, it's, it's just kind of funny looking, because it's just like, He's so casual about it. It's like, God damn it, stand. Okay. 
Then he injects the serum into the head and the body. Ned wakes up and is understandably upset. It's the, uh... You bastard! Forever answering the question, what does it sound like if you talk with no lungs? Huh. Interesting way of putting it. Yep. So the head talks some shit, Herbert talks some shit back, and then Dr. Hill's body gets up and uh, knocks Herbert out by slamming his head into the table. Herbert eventually wakes up, finds all the serum gone, all his notes gone, also finds Dr. Hill's head gone and Dr. Hill's body gone. Uh, in the meantime, Dan and Megan were in his office. They just, uh, she, you know, she already knew her dad was there. He, uh, Dan finds the weird file with the creepiest, creepy ass shit that uh, Hill has on Megan. That's all very unfortunate. By the time and uh, <laughs> wait, <laughs> it's That's really such a, like it's creepy. How do you how? Okay, right. It's very creepy. Yeah, you got to get to walk that back and call it for what it is. It's beyond creepy. It's a uh, intensely it's stalkerish. <laughs> it's like, what is Actually, I'm not sure if that's even, like, that's beyond stalkerish. He's got a folder with her hair and, like, scraps from old clothes and shit in it, so it's like, woo. That, that, that's serial killer behavior. Mm. <laughs> well, well, he did kill a cat. But, uh, alright. Cool. He'll gets back to the office, his body carrying his head in the same bin that, uh, that Herbert put it in. And for some reason, Dr. Hill has a bag of blood in his refrigerator in his office. And the bag of blood uh, helps to uh, revitalize the severed head. So he feeds it some blood in an effect that is also <laughs> well done, but just kind of gross. Just like, oh, come on, man. Why? And then uh, he says to the dean, it's time to come out. Then he sends the dean's the dean's body to his home to beat the shit out of Dan and collect his collect Megan for incredibly unsavory purposes, might I add. <clears throat> they all end up back in the morgue. Herbert's not dead. He shows back. He shows up to the dean's house, finds Dan, gets him up. They both go to the morgue. The security guard, who I feel remiss for not having mentioned before now. Might easily be the smartest person in the movie because when shit starts to go down at the morgue, he looks in there, basically says nope, and fucking ta- fucking hightails it out. He just leaves. He's like, nah, I ain't fucking with this. I'm not paid enough to fuck with this. <laughs> That's right. So he gets that the is. hell out. Shit starts to go down in the morgue. Um, West shows up and famously, in my opinion, says, "I have a plan." Doctor Hill says, "So do I." And every other corpse in the morgue sits up, and it's just like, well, this is fucked. They're being very overrun. All kinds of bad shit was about to happen to Megan before Dan and Herbert showed up, so it's a good thing all, they did. All kinds of bad shit did all kinds. Right. That's true, it did happen, but <laughs> worse happen. shit was Call about it to happen. what it is. It happened. It it's not it good. <laughs> it's not. It's very bad. Uh... Let's see. My brain is trying to remember all that because there's a lot that happens in that sequence, including Megan finally getting through to the Dean and the Dean starts helping out Herbert and Dan because he realizes that, well, he doesn't like either of the two of them. Uh, You know, at least they didn't lobotomize him and then take control of him. 
So. And do horrible things to, to his, daughter. his daughter. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're talking horrible. You, you gotta. I don't even want to properly. Yeah. I, I don't even want to describe it. That's how. That's how nasty that part is. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, it, it's it almost doesn't fit in with the rest of the movie. No. It, it kind of doesn't. No. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a little <laughs> bit of a. Oh. Yeah, that's a little bit just a weird sequence. Yeah, I agree. It, it's to this movie what the tree scene is to Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unnecessary. Unfortunate. So they yeah, start fighting. That's time for you to use the word unfortunate. And yeah. <laughs> they start fighting all these zombies. Actually, they're not fighting them, and they're not zombies. Excuse me. Got to stop doing that. And they're getting their ass whooped because all of the reanimated tissue is strong as fuck. So, but eventually, like I said, the Dean helps them out. It seems like the day might be saved. Um, and then Herbert gets the really, really bright idea. And he says, I have a theory. Another dose! Excuse me for yelling that. I had to because I feel like uh, that's how it happened in the movie. And then he proceeds to take two two giant fuck-off syringes full of the serum and jab them into the body of Dr. Hill. Is uh, fuck-off syringes the size of the company? Yes. The size. Oh. It could be the company, okay. too. I mean, but these, like these things are massive. They're like, they're movie prop massive. Not to say that there aren't syringes that size, but I hope they don't get used very often, because Jesus. Oh, they, they're they probably do. Size. But, but they're huge. And then he, and then, oh, I'd I'm going to be honest. I'm not entirely sure what the fuck happens after that, but as a result of him jabbing the two <laughs> needles into the into Dr. Hill's body, uh, the body starts to fall apart, but his lower intestines, or his large intestine, becomes immediately active. And, you know, grabs, uh, grabs Herbert, like, yo, fuck you. There's a bunch of other shit happening in the meantime. One of the other reanimated corpses knocks down a vial, or knocks down a, uh, a vial of something, that apparently when it touches the ground, it immediately turns into what I guess is poisonous gas. And then another one tries to start an electrical fire. All sorts of bad shit happens. West grabs his bag and throws it at Kane, saying, my notes. Because he doesn't care about his body, he cares about his notes. He wants his research to survive. They grab the notes, get the hell out of there, except they get chased by a couple of the reanimated corpses. Uh, Dan knocks one down. They get into the elevator. One and then another one grabs Megan by the throat and crushes her trache her trachea. Dan tries to save her in a scene mirroring the very first scene in the movie. He fails because you know she's fucking dead. Except this time, he has both the notes and uh, and the serum. In the last shot of the movie, it goes dark. All you see is the glow of the serum disappear because he uh, wisely injects it into Megan who almost immediately screams bloody murder. And that's the movie. So, um, did you watch this one first, or did you watch this one second? I watched this one second. I watched this one uh, Tuesday night. Okay. Or was it Wednesday night? Okay. Yeah, it was Wednesday night. Okay, cool. 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 I got a little bit book uh, recorded there. I got I to gotta watch that. Uh, this movie was... I really liked this movie. Part of me wants to say it was just a good movie. I mean, you can say it's a good movie, because it, it is a good movie. <laughs> it's a classic. It's a cult classic. 
Like, I don't even want to be like, oh, it's good for a horror movie. No, this was just, just a decent movie. And I hate that. I do too. <laughs> it's like, it, like, people expect horror movies to be bad, so when they watch one and it's good, it's like, well, that was a good, good for a horror movie. It's like, you can just say it was a good movie. It's okay. There's good movies in every fucking genre. You just gotta find them. Like, I, I really dislike the, the general reluctance, and this goes for, for anything, the general reluctance uh, to enjoy entertainment. You know, just, just kind of, you kind of like stiff arming an actual opinion. Oh, you know, it's kind of all right. I, yeah. I suppose it was, you know, I mean, it, I guess some people kind of liked it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was, I mean, the things it did, I mean, I don't know. It just kind of did something. I mean, you know how it is <laughs> when you see stuff and I don't know. Well, you know, just, you know, if you liked it or not, just say you liked it. Not everything's got to be, you know, like Grammy award winning, uh, you know, genre shattering entertainment. You just watch something that was fun. Just say, fuck, I watched it. It was fun. I liked it. There you go. You're done. Yep. And that's how I feel about Reanimator. And that's why you will join my movie collection at some point. All right. Um, Sounds good. Like a plan. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was, uh, I remember, like, again, right before when the, the big horror boom started, again, in, in the late 90s, early 2000s, this is one of those that, uh, like you can kind of like, I guess, see the maturity level of who's talking about it. Um, either they put over uh, the the adaptation aspects of, of the original story from Lovecraft, or they're a giggling mess about the unfortunate scene with Megan and, and uh, Doctor Hill. And unfortunately, at that time in the internet, everyone kind of was more giggling <laughs> about the scene. Rather than, you know, looking at the performances. But, you know, this one um, still stands out just for how much everybody's committed to it. You know, everybody's in on what the movie's doing, but they're still playing it serious. Which is mm-hmm. a big plus. Mm-hmm. And it works. It really works. It's It's just good acting. Like is and it's not like and again it's not like they're good acting for a horror movie. No, this is just solid acting. No one, you know, no one was like, oh man, this is silly, and I'm gonna play it like it's silly, which has its place, just not here. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I really want to see more movies with Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, uh, no one's no one's gonna stop you. Yeah. Um, I think Shutter has beyond uh, uh, brighter animator. And uh, which is a sequel, of course. And then uh, I think Beyond Reanimator is streaming somewhere. I thought I, I think I saw it. Yeah. 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 So. I had no idea this was a trilogy before I went to look it up on Amazon because it was Amazon was like, hey, people who bought this also bought this and this. And I was like, wait, there's two more of these shit. And it's unfortunate we never got the uh, the final movie, which was supposed to be called uh, House of Reanimator. In which uh, Herbert West is summoned to uh, the White House to be the president's personal physician. Oh, and things okay, go, now I, now things I really go want, as they do. Now I really want that. <laughs> but hey, man, uh, Beyond Reanimator we'll came out in 2018. Excuse me, Carlos. I didn't mean to talk over you there. Yeah. No, you're fine. Um, I just think that uh, when we get it's them damn movie studios going. 
Uh, then we might have to do that. I have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out a way. Yeah. All right. I, uh, <laughs> shall we? Shall we move on to movie number two? Which oh, yeah, came out in the United States in February of 1993. Well, where did it come um, out first? Okay, that I cannot tell you because I don't. God know. damn it! it doesn't Rob. say it. Look, if it doesn't say in the blurb, I'm not gonna know. Do 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 your missile math. Do your missile math and think about who directed the movie. Uh, of course. I also just clicked on the thing that said when it came out in the USA, and now it tells me. So I'm oh cheating. Oh my god! I'm cheating. I'm losing all my points by cheating. You, you, you need some, you, you, like, we're, we're not going to teach you how to think on this show. You have to figure out how to do that on your own. So, what you need to do. But I'm the asshole, right? Okay. Hey, I'm going to be honest. I've never clicked on that link before <laughs> in my life. That was, that, was, that was a little harsh, I admit. I didn't mean to sound that evil. That's okay. I'm, I'm proud of you, but. I was, like, I was ready for it. Speaking of the director for the next movie, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and say who it is right away. Peter Jackson. And uh, I DM'd Griff. I was like, wait, Peter Jackson? And his response was, yep. Yep. This uh, is after I watched uh, first 15 minutes completely in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, we had a link in this app. <laughs> it's only funny because I rewatched it in Spanish, no problem. Well, <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. That's fair. And in further fairness, so, the first 15 so, minutes. So to me, I didn't even realize there was like a link problem because I just watched it. Yeah, but like the first 15 minutes, I mean, you can hopefully tell what the hell's happening without understanding any of the dialogue. Yeah. I understood precisely one word when one of the dudes being chased by the very unfortunate uh, native caricatures said, Mierda. I knew that part, and that's about it. Anyway, the movie. Dead Alive, or its original title, Brain Dead. Directed by Peter Jackson. Came to the U.S. in 1993, and uh, the blurb is real short on this one, so I'm just going to read it. <clears throat> I'll, I'll try to... Hang on, hang on. Let me try to do the uh, movie announcer voice. I'm not giving you bonus points. That's fine. This is just for my own entertainment. Cool. A young man's mother is bitten by a Sumatran rat monkey. She gets sick and dies, at which time she comes back to life, killing and eating dogs, nurses, friends, and neighbors. That's the whole blur on IMTV. <laughs> Spoilers. It's quick and to the point, right? It's very, it's very to the point. Um, yeah. So the beginning of the movie, they're chasing, excuse me, they've caught the Sumatran rat monkey, and they're running away from the, again, like I said, very unfortunate native caricatures with it. And uh, at some point, dude pulls a gun on him, shoots at him, and they they grab the monkey and run, for lack of better terms. They find a jeep waiting for them, get in the jeep. And I'm only describing this part because it's very funny to me <laughs> what happens to the uh, the asshole that pulled the gun out. The box gets real close to him, and he kind of yells. And you're and at this time, I'm at the time I'm still watching it in Spanish, so I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, then the dude that he deliberately tried to leave behind, he deliberately tried to leave him to die, gets catches up to the van. And sees scratches on the, the asshole's hand. And he says, stop the van. They get out. He's like, you've been scratched. You know what has to happen. And he pulls the ugliest looking axe-like thing I've ever seen out of the back of the Jeep. And uh, cuts off the dude's hand. And then he sees scratches on his shoulder. 
So he cuts the dude's arm off at the shoulder. And then finally, just to round things out, he sees a series of scratches in the man's forehead and says, well, you're fucked. And he hits him in the head with the axe. And that's the last you ever see of that guy because, you know, he's fucking dead. They sell the monkey. They get paid. Monkey makes its way to, uh, we don't really know where. I was going to say where. You don't know where, you don't know where it's going at that point, do you? Again, like I said, I'm still watching in Spanish at that point. So if he tells them, hey, we're selling this to a zoo. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Go from your the regular watch. Don't recount the movie. <laughs> from, from no, your... I, I, think, I, I'm, I think he just moved from Spanish to English. I don't think he restarted. That's okay. what I, that is what I did. Okay. Yeah. okay. I was about to say, I was like, wait. What I switched going? into English basically the first time we meet Lionel and his mother. Okay. Right. Wow, you, about, you did pretty good then in Spanish. About 15, yeah. about 15 minutes in. Yeah. I'm going well, to award I mean, you another point. Okay. I might take that away soon. Go ahead, Rob. That's that's wow. <laughs> what the hell's going on? What is this that's bizarre funny. world we're in? <laughs> Where Griff is the stern taskmaster and Carlos is the easygoing instructor. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> 2021. I'm going to lose all the points when I guess who gave me what anyway, so don't even worry about it. Uh, probably. That said, um, all right, so we meet Lionel. Lionel is a just a random clumsy ass white dude who uh in the process of talking to Paquita who uh runs the nearby corner store I'm gonna call it Bodega uh, it's just tripping Bodega New Zealand Bodega New Zealand Bodega yeah it's just tripping all over shit knocking everything you possibly could over it's just it's just a just another awkward white dude but uh, Paquita has just been speaking, uh, getting a tarot reading from her grandmother that seemed to suggest that she would meet someone and fall in love. So they go on a date. His mother very disapproves. They go on a date to a, they go to the zoo. And they're wandering around. They're seeing the animals. It's all hunky-dory. They're getting along really well. They go see the monkeys. And it's a standard uh, you know, monkey display. There's a handful of species in this big enclosure. And they're all well behaved, uh, except uh, except one that's in a that's notably in a separate in culture, and it's introduced to us as Simeon Radicus, and is one ugly motherfucker, just a just a horrendous looking little shit. Uh, and I believe that's stop motion animation, so it's creepy as fuck and taboo. Uh. This and uh, this guy is a real asshole, <laughs> and I can prove that he's a real asshole because another monkey accidentally like knocks itself silly by its bars trying to get to food that Paquita has thrown at it, and uh, the Sumatran rat monkey, or Simian raticus as it's shown to us, grabs the motherfucker's arm and pulls on it until it comes off, at which point it proceeds to eat it. Yep. It's just like what the hell, dude. Rude little shit. He was hungry. He was hungry. Apparently, he was hungry. Um, they're noticeably grossed out slash freaked out. They walk away. The uh, now before they walk away, one of the zoo one of the zookeepers has like this very weirdly long conversation about the, with them about this uh, the Sumatran rat monkey. And they're eventually just like, okay, okay, we're going this way now. <laughs> and they're just very clearly trying to get away. They find a bench and sit together. Well. Since Lionel's mother is so disapproving, she's been uh, just straight stalking them. 
And uh, she's right next to the worst possible cage she could have stood next to because the Sumatran rat monkey bites the fuck out of her arm. Well, Lionel's mother, Vera, uh, doesn't take kindly to that shit, slaps the shit out of it with her purse to knock it out, and then stomps it to death. Which, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really expect that reaction. I was just like, good God, woman. And I don't know if they did that just to be like, this is the kind of person that Vera is. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I would think that they did that to show that. Yeah. She, she stood too close to a monkey cage, got bit. And instead of being like, well, that was my fault. No, no. She's just, she just literally drives her heel into the skull of this, uh, of this rat monkey, which looks very, very funny as it trans, as it, uh, they make the, the jump from it being stop motion animated to a rubber puppet. It looks, it looks very strange, but it works. It looks strangely amazing. It didn't look bad. It just was like, Oh, he's, he's doing the thing. It definitely looked fake. I'm sorry, it did. <laughs> Not that you know, there's a whole lot of Sumatran rat monkeys to actually like model for this kind of thing. So yeah, so is it really like, like you get it? Sometimes. How you, so how do you know? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Actually, I I really hope that there are not any. There's not such a thing as a Sumatran rat monkey, or if there is, I pray it does not look like that, because. Jesus. Unfortunately, um, I'll bring a sad note that we'll never know because Scott Blair, also known as this Metro Rep Monkey, yes, many many IRC Nick, many many years ago. Um, maybe that's, he a, that's a callback. That's Do you remember that? I, that was a long that IRC time Nick? ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Now I know what it's what it was from. See, See? look at that. See, we're educational. Always. This is what we do. Uh, anyway, yeah, she she screams. That's all right. She screams. No, which you know anyone would if uh, something. This thing had literal rat teeth. So you know if you got bit by it, you probably would yell your goddamn head off like she does. Go back to go back to their house where her arm is wrapped up. And nurse is looking at it. It she looks relatively okay at this point. She's being uh, her natural you know grouchy ass snippy self. And, uh, yeah, Akita's trying to apologize for it, and he's like, it's not really your fault. Flash to later in the night, and her arm pulsating in a really just unpleasant way. (laughs) Something's going on in there. We don't really know what. But it gets progressively worse very, very fast. He tries to say, hey, I'll call the nurse. And she basically says, no, fuck you, don't do that. They have, uh, and they have guests, and, uh, mm. Oh. <laughs> mm. Guests? They have guests, and I just, I forgot the name of the organization they're from, but that, that okay. doesn't matter. What really matters is what happens when they're, they're eating. Yeah, what are they eating, Rob? What are they eating? They're eating, before <laughs> anything happens... They're eating be- at least I think it's like beans, potatoes, and some kind of some kind of meat. And uh, eventually, they're eating whatever parts of Vera are. Uh... Wait, no, no, no! I'm skipping. That's dessert. That's when. De- but he's looking. Uh, sh- uh, the lady that shows up is looking at Vera, like, "What the fuck is wrong with her?" Because she is 
quite literally beginning to fall apart. And that's capped off with when they have dessert, a nice plain custard, which shows up the um, the bodily fluids just randomly flying out of Vera very nicely, but not to the dude who's eating because he doesn't notice. Damn just fine pudding. Damn fine pudding. As he's putting this pink and this pink colored spoonful into his mouth because her her uh, infected blood, to put it nicely, has spurted out of her onto his plate. And then she goes to take a bite, and you know, it's it's fine. There's nothing weird except that her ear has sloughed off her head and landed in her bowl. Specifically, it landed right in her spoonful. So she put that in her mouth and uh, then started to chew it, at which point the, uh, the lady guest has had enough, gets up to presumably go vomit everywhere forever. <laughs> Dude's like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with her, but that was a damn fine meal. <laughs> and leaves. And then the next shot... It's Vera dropping the pearl that used to be attached to her ear out of her mouth back onto her plate. And it's like, oh. Which is classic. Oh, yeah. It sure is, but oh. Let's see. what, And that's that's when he, I believe, that's at, that's when he, oh, no, 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 no. Excuse me. I was going to no, skip no, no, something no. very important. No, you do not skip this part. Nikita shows up with, um. No, she just shows up. But she, her dog's with her. Her dog's this cute, cute dude. He's real nice. She comes in. He runs up the stairs. You don't think anything of it until you start hearing. And it's just like, and my thought honestly was, oh, God, the dog is like mauling her corpse. Uh, and then they run upstairs and no, that's not what's happening at all. Because when they get upstairs, they see Vera um, with something hanging out of her face. And uh, then Lionel's like, what the fuck? He starts pulling on it. And you very quickly realize that he's yanking what's left of her dog out of his mother. And there's not much left. Let me tell you, there is not much left. Just a big wad of hair. So she somehow ate the dog out from his goddamn coat. And I'm just like, uh, yeah. Yep. So Peter, Peter Jackson must have learned from the Italian horror masters. Um, you know how they don't give a fuck about dogs. Yeah, they don't care about dogs. They're little kids. <laughs> There's an annoying little kid in this. He would have lived to the end. Just saying. But uh, anyway. And then uh, she gets up and goes after Paquita. And uh, Lionel has had enough. He grabs her. They go flying down the stairs. He sits up, and she doesn't, because she's dead. The nurse has been called at this point, so she finally shows up to tell Lionel that his mother's dead. Or, excuse me. Shit. I feel like I skipped the whole thing. No, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. No, no, no. no she, she dies. He knows she's dead. Paquita has no idea, because she's upstairs gathering, uh, gathering stuff for her to go to the hospital. Well, uh, she doesn't stay dead. Because first she gets up and uh, takes care of the nurse. If, I if I'm remembering correctly. Yep. And then yep. she goes after, uh, goes after Lionel. Because, you know, he's the only one who's there and alive. Then they both go after Lionel, and they both end up getting, uh, in fairly hilarious fashion, shoved into the basement. <laughs> 
And uh, as far as we know, they stay there for a little while. And I believe now is when he uh, has the visit with the really unfortunate Doctor character. Or is this be- or does that happen beforehand when he goes tranquilizer shopping? Well, he he's at this point because he, he used the tranquilizers on um yeah on Vera to keep him in the basement uh, to keep him in the basement. So he already that's has right. Them. Yeah, I have so to mention you're, you're, that because that character is well. really unfortunate. <laughs> that character yeah. is, but he does have a great line. What do you think I am, a doctor? I cannot just sell you uh, sedatives. Tranquilizers, on the other hand, it's like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> two two great visual. Well, one unfortunate visual when you see the hole in his sleeve and you see the unfortunate symbol beneath the hole in his sleeve, and the terrible fucking German accent. Um, but the funny visual is when he just hands him a goddamn blue moonshine jug that's labeled tranquilizer. Very handily. That makes me. That made me laugh. I don't know why. It reminded me of the old, the old like cartoon visual with the big brown jug of poison that just says XXX on it. Well, the two X's, yeah, the X's on it. <laughs> yeah. So Lionel, who for some reason, when he injects Vera specifically with the tranquilizer, uh, he sticks it up her nose. I really don't know why, but he does. I mean, that's the quickest way to get into the system. Yeah, right to the brain. Right to the brain. I, I, mm, I can't deny this, yet I really don't want to be tranquilized through the nose. Well, don't turn to a zombie. I was going to say, I guess don't be, don't be a zombie, and that will solve that problem. At least around us. Eventually he gets out that his mother's dead. And the funeral's kind of important, mostly because... <laughs> It introduces uh, his skeevy ass uncle to us. <laughs> his skeevy ass uncle, complete with uh, numerous herpes sores, which was one of the first things I noticed. <laughs> Just like, what's I on mean, his face? Oh. I mean, how could you not notice? I, I don't know. First thing he does is hit on Paquita, because, of course. Of course. Of course. They're like, where the hell is Lionel? We can't find him. Well, that's because Lionel is trying to dose his mother one last time with uh, with tranquilizers, probably in the hopes that she doesn't get up. They bury her, and that's the end of it. Well, shit happens. He ends up uh, getting caught hugging his mom's corpse. But no one interprets that weirdly. They're all just like, oh, that poor lad. <laughs> that poor boy. And uh, let's see. How, the way this progresses. Okay, he goes back to the graveyard that night with uh, more of the tranquilizer. And my thought is, what the... Honestly, I was a little bit confused. Not not seriously confused, but just like, Lionel, what the fuck are you doing? And I guess, I don't know how much tranquilizer he thought he could get into her, into her to make her stay buried. but Or if he was planning to unbury her because he knew she wouldn't stay there. That's also a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that... Uh, I believe he was doing it to keep her... Hoping to keep her down there. Keep her down there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, when we meet another character that stays in the movie longer than you would have thought. Named, <laughs> he's named Void. Void's got a bunch of asshole buddies who are like supposed to be like some 60s gangster caricature, I think. But uh, they start stomping the shit out of Lionel. And then Lionel has, and then a little bit after, Void goes and he's going to take a leak on his mother's grave. 
And Lionel, in with one of his better lines of moves, says, that's my mother you're pissing on. <laughs> and Void turns around and goes, <laughs> and then just pees everywhere. Uh, and then uh, Vera reaches up and just grabs him by the bait and tackle and yanks him into the grave and proceeds to blend the front of him for about a minute. So Void has a real bad night. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Void has a real bad night. And then he gets up and he helps his other two buddies. Other two or one other? It's just uh, one other. Yeah. And uh, he gets, you know, turned into a zombie. And then the the priest, the father, hears all this shit and it's like, what the fuck is going on in this graveyard? Father Magruder. It's father Magruder, thank you. Because yep. I wasn't going to remember that name. Which no is problem. unfortunate because he has my favorite line in the whole movie. And I'm going to say it with as much vigor as I can, uh, I can summon. For two he bonus points. He gets up. He walks to the graveyard. He sees the zombies. The devil is among us. Stand back, son. He said he's talking to Lionel. And Lionel takes a step back and the father hops down. I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> and proceeds to... <laughs> Beat the shit out of Void and his buddy. Uh, Vera has been knocked back into Lionel's arms, and he quickly tranquilizes her to take her out of the equation. And then the the father proceeds to kick the crap out of both the zombies, including uh, the the not named zombie. He literally kicks kicks him in half, kicks off both his arms. Actually, he kicks kicks off both his arms, then kicks him in half, and then kicks off his head. Void is still coming. Void is still coming at him pretty strong. And, uh, well, unfortunately for the father, he ends up impaled on a, on a, either a fence post or a gravestone. Either way, he's dead. Except he went out, but he he went out out like a fucking champ. He went out like a champ. He did, in fact, kick ass for the Lord. That's right. That line is so good. (laughs) Like, never has a, 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 a character in a movie literally said what he was going to do, right? (laughs) <laughs> like I'm going to kick ass for the Lord, and he did. Just kicks ass. Yeah. Like, and then, um, uh, well, then we go back to uh, to Lion- now Lionel's house. We see him preparing breakfast for four, which is a little confusing until you see him also pouring uh, what I will call liberal doses of tranquilizer into each dish. He goes down to the base, or goes are they the Goes down to wherever the hell he's got his guests, which I think is just like a dining room or a kitchen or something. Um, and you see him feeding Vera, zombie Vera, uh, zombie Father Magruder, the zombie nurse, and zombie Void. Zombie Void in particular is just having a real hard time managing his utensils. <laughs> a very great visual sequence where he tries to eat with a spoon, jams it through all the way through the back of his head, and is like whining about it, and then Vera <laughs> reaches over and grabs what's in his spoon and eats it, and it's just like, oh my god, that's that's so good. Definitely not the most disturbing thing that happens there, because uh, you see zombie Father Magruder return to the table and grab the nurse's knee, and she looks at him like, yeah? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and they start oh, yeah. making out, and Lionel's like, stop that! <laughs> <laughs> but then he's gotta leave. Close the door behind him because his skeevy-ass uncle shows up trying to trying to get some some uh, inheritance. So hold and on then, a second. Uh, hold on a second. What doesn't something happen before this? 
It happens during this. Oh, it does happen during this. Yeah. It? it happens during this. While his skeevy uncle is trying to scam him, uh, he hears some interesting, uh, let's we'll call them sexual noises. <laughs> it's like, like you, you could call it that. <laughs> let's just say what it is. Let's just say what it is. The nurse and the priest start to copulate. It's the humping hour. It's the humping hour. But it's a horrifying humping hour instead of just kind of an awkward one. Triple H! <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> hey, you set me up. There's only one corpse involved in that. <laughs> Deep cut. <laughs> Deep cut. Oh, man. Wow. Okay. God, that was so fucking bad. Uh, So fucking bad. Okay, anyway, let's move on to the less disturbing version of that. Uh, Eventually, he runs his uncle off. Uncle's like, oh, you found your dad's old stag films. To which, and that, thankfully, that story, that little sub-story goes nowhere. Because (laughs) I was just like, oh, no. Listen, this only had a $3 million budget, right? So (laughs) I'm sure Peter Jackson might have wanted to film that scene. It occurs to me that he may actually find what's that reference very much later, but fuck that. We'll, 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 I'll mention that again if I remember. Um, but he go, he runs his uncle off, goes back into the room and catches the zombie, zombie father Magruder and zombie nurse in the act. And it's like, nope. and he's trying to peel them apart to very little success. And, uh, I think it's right after that. We go to the, he takes them to the basement, ties the four of them up. well, the nurse kind of falls out of her chair and something something's going on. Something is very visually going on with her belly. Because mm-hmm. uh, Father Magruder knocked her up. In, mm-hmm. And oh. Kicking ass for the Lord. Oh. Mm-hmm. Waxing that ass for the Lord. Circle of life. Let's make that a t-shirt. <laughs> no. And the um, the most horrifying fucking baby, <laughs> maybe ever. A zombie baby. Zombie baby. And that's not even the worst part. Zombie baby existing is already all right. God, why? Uh, Lionel taking zombie baby out to the park. Yep. For a walk in a pram, a barbed wire <laughs> lined pram, might I add, because he's. T- He's just trying real hard to keep that little fucker in there. <laughs> he starts emulating the behavior of all the all the mothers he sees, except that he's doing it at like a weird speed. So instead of like rocking zombie baby in the in the pram, he just shoves the shit out of it. It's like, dude, you're not trying to shake the baby. You're trying to rock it to sleep. Well, well I think at, at that point, it's it's understandable considering <laughs> considering. Yes, it's a uh, zombie baby. Eventually, he loses the pram. Zombie baby flies out of the pram, doesn't give a shit, starts crawling around at warp speed, and is about to about to make a zombie child before Lionel grabs it and like immediately spins around and smashes it against a against a post to the absolute horror of two <laughs> mother, two mothers watching him. He beats the shit out of this kid, and then the kid also beats the shit out of him. Yep. Zombie Baby doesn't really give a shit what Lionel is doing, but Lionel very gives a shit about what Zombie Baby is doing. <laughs> After some of some just incredible comedy, incredible physical comedy. 
he eventually stuffs Zombie Baby into a bag and manages to make his way back home. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, oh, that's No, that's the Batman music. What am I doing? That's all. That's every point. For and that's negative three points. <laughs> that's okay, because I'm starting to lose cohesion in the movie. Because all of the okay. upcoming visuals are stuck in my head so bad that I'm having trouble remembering the order they happen in. Okay, so let me, I'll help you out a little bit, right? Okay. The uncle... The uncle and you know they start arguing about the the house. Yeah, uncle uncle has by this point, as uh, Griff's Hall of Justice reference, uncle has gone into the house and unfortunately gone into the basement. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of kinks you're into, but basically he's just trying to scam him out of the entire the house, all the any money that was involved. He just wants it all. Right. And, uh, well, I guess he gets it. Either that or he thinks he gets it. So he decides, uh, I'm going to have a party in this house with a bunch of corpses. Yep. He's not, he, I mean, he's not inviting the corpses. He's inviting people. But the corpses are there, and they end up featuring heavily. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> it's, the, it's the drink in between. Like, <laughs> like, like well? just, it just needs. My mouth's getting dry. It's water, so it's not like it's even a help. It's not like a. I got a drink to get through this shit. It's just I needed a. I needed to moisten my palate. <laughs> moisten. But all right. <clears throat> so party party's going on. Everyone's drinking, doing all kinds of other shit. Uh. Well, eventually, uh, Paquita shows up. Right. She's been hanging out with her her current date, who I guess is a rug, who is a rugby player and just has nothing else to talk about. There is no other part of this man's personality. So they're walking by Lionel's house. She sees that a party's happening and she just kind of quietly dips and uh, leaves him. And he just walks on like, oh well, doesn't even bother trying to find out where she went. Excuse me. She shows up at the party. Skeevy uncle, you know. Tries to lay hands on her, and she's like, "No, I'm not interested in that." He takes a, he takes a knee straight to the straight to the bizals. I don't know why I said bizals. That should be minus five thousand points. I'm sorry. Don't give us ideas. You're definitely in the negative already, so it doesn't really matter. He yeah. catches a knee to the genitals, and uh, doesn't respond. That's not well, much better. Shoves her away. Lionel's like, "No, fuck that!" Punches his uncle in the face. Unfortunately, uh, Lionel is small, and his uncle is large. So Uncle responds by basically shoulder charging him through the basement door, throws him down there. So Lionel gets to hang out with the with the zombies and zombie baby. Who in a frankly disturbing visual has just been tied to the nurse. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. How does Fakita I mean, get into the basement? Because he locks it. Um it's 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 <laughs> She, I'm trying to remember exactly, but she just makes it. She's like, she just gets down there. She discovers that they're there. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. She gets. She ends up going down there, and that's when she discovers exactly what the fuck is going on and why Lionel has turned so, so incredibly strange to her. When before, you know, he was just kind of an awkward white dude, and then he was a real standoffish, weird, awkward white dude. 
she convinces him that what he needs to do is destroy them. Well, he's got a nice big jug of poison. At least it's labeled poison on one side. And he proceeds to inject inject a lot of them with it. He thinks he's he thinks uh, you know he's done. He thinks he's killed them all, and they bury them. And then, uh, oh no, no, that's right. He only buries Vera. No, no, no. He buries more than Vera. He buries Vera. Who doesn't get buried? Is it Void? I don't know for sure, but uh, the main point is that uh, he thinks he's killed them all. Yeah. The main point is he thinks it's poison. Yeah. And then uh, the poison container hits the ground and gets rolled over, and we see, uh, let's see, what does that say? I believe it says animal stimulant, not Mm -hmm. to be consumed by humans. Correct. So... Uh, then all kinds of shit just goes horribly wrong. I think Void is actually the first one who pushes his way out of the grave because he he pops up and you see his eyes and they have turned a most disturbing black. Like before, they just kind of looked like... Actually, I don't remember what their eyes looked like before then. But I don't remember them looking like that. But anyway, they strong as fuck. And uh, you know, Paquita and Lionel try to get away. Trying to get, trying to get someone to open the door, and someone do, uh, actually, it's just Lionel at that point, I think, and someone does open the door for him, and then proceeds to get just run the fuck over because Void comes out to play, <clears throat> and uh, then basically all the party guests get uh, not all, but a hell of a lot of the party guests get zombified kind of immediately. Notably absent from all this is Vera, but we'll we'll get to that. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't want to get to that, but we'll we'll get. To oh, that. we're gonna get to that. Um. Uh, skeevy uncle. Aside from being entirely willing to let people die, actually, re- as far as fighting the zombies goes, uh, requits himself pretty well. At some point. He's in the kitchen. He's dual-wielding knives and just chopping apart anything that comes near him in a in a whirling, insane whirling frenzy. And it's kind of hilarious because they show a picture of him of they pan out to show the picture of him and like a bunch of zombie parts just twitching on the ground. <laughs> and he's just like, Bleh. it's like, dude. But. I haven't gotten to the uh, the best part of this. First, Lionel gets ejected, literally ejected from the house, just trying to reach this, trying to get to the, uh, I don't remember the name of the medallion, but there's a medallion that will supposedly shield him from evil. It works exactly once, but we haven't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> he gets thrown out of the house, but then he comes back in all... Uh, Armored up with the ultimate zombie weapon. A lawnmower. And he, uh, he, he revs that fucker up, wanders into the middle of the zombie horde, and just proceeds to blend just about every single goddamn one of them. <laughs> Which, um, I can't imagine that the actor had a whole lot of fun filming that scene, because he is just covered from head to toe in guts. <laughs> Let's just say guts, because I can't think of a better term for it. 
I mean, that's probably like, the best that you can do. Well, he's yeah. just yeah. absolutely covered in blended zombie. It's fucking disgusting looking. The floor is covered. He is covered. Eventually, he mows down. If you'll pardon that term, or don't, he mows down all the zombies. <clears throat> and and uh, Paquita is like, "You did it," but Lionel says, "No, I haven't seen Mother yet." And then she uh, proceeds to start pushing her way up from the dirt in the basement, and it's fucking awful how she looks. <laughs> it looks like. I don't mean awful, like, low quality. Just like, ugh. Because she Monster. looks like a bunch of flesh Monster. balloons sewn together. Yeah. Yep. And she's also got this, the Sumatran, uh, the Sumatran rat monkey. She kind of has his claws and his teeth. I don't know if that was on purpose or if it was just, they thought, yeah, she should have these really gross long nails. And so she starts chasing... Lionel and Paquita, and they're just trying to get the hell out. Uh, and by this point, the house has, of course, been set fire to. So well, how is it set fire to? Hmm? How is, how it, is set it set fire to? Oh, uh, Paquita didn't did it, didn't she? Did she break? She like breaks the gas line to try to set a zombie on fire, and uh, there's a burst gas pipe. I'll let it. I'll let it. Burst gas. Yeah, okay. a gas pipe or gas line. Gets uh, ruptured, oh, and okay. it starts from there. Got you back to zero. All right. They climb to the roof. They think they're going to be able to escape. Well, no. Mm-mm-mm. In a in in a very gross scene uh, with a creepy ass line. No one will love him like his mother does. Uh, she essentially yanks Lionel back into the womb. Not literally, but I feel like that was the visual they were going for there. Just, yep. uh, that's, that's definitely the visual they were. Yeah, it's definitely. It's like, oh no, 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 no. That's some, honestly, I think Vera's current form has to be seen to be believed. So, if any of you listening have not watched this movie, you should. Uh, Bikita, meanwhile, is hanging by a figurative thread. She's trying to hang on to this. Uh, some pipe coming out of the roof. And Vera's like, no. Taking one of those long, gross claws and just trying to flick her off of the roof with it. Well, she never doesn't quite get there, and then all of a sudden you hear her the noises she's making start to sound kind of pained. And then you see Lionel's hand punch out of her belly, holding holding this uh, this symbol of light, and he proceeds to make his way out of there and his uh, his zombie mother collapses in a heap because she's dead. Is that how we describe that? Is she dead? I mean, yeah, she's no finished. longer animated. Yeah, I'll say she's finished. Uh, and he is just clawing his way out of again another just gross fucking pile of blood and guts. He grabs he he manages to grab Paquita. They and I I just now realized how he did this. He, he basically, uh, not bungees, uh, repels down this line, holding the sim- holding that symbol, uh, and they just essentially uh, skate down to the ground. The house burns. Baby zombie is still fucking alive in the house, so I hope they didn't, you know, do too much to rescue that. But given the fact, I don't know if this movie ever got a follow up. 
or if Peter Jackson really wanted it to have a follow up, and that's why Zombie Baby maybe makes it through through the movie. But either way, uh, Lionel and Paquita walk off, and it's it's happily ever after. Nothing bad happened to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> they literally walk off. They kiss. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's when and the movie, and then and then the movie goes to credits. Arm in arm. Uh, so Rob, <laughs> what did you think? Again, I I I enjoyed this movie. Now it was. It was much higher on the silly factor, but that's fine. It's a comedy. It, I don't care. Be silly. Be goofy. It kicks ass for the Lord, and that's all that matters. That is a classic line in all of movie history. That, that's a terrific all line. Amazing. And the fact that it happens right after he uses the line is just excellent. <clears throat> Yeah, like he, like I said, he actually kicks ass. Yep. But yeah, that was a that was a fun movie. Uh, they, I don't know how much I care about this in this instance, but it, it, they wrapped up the entire story, except for the, except for the, you know, the zombie baby. Zombie baby could have spawned a sequel. Who knows? Hey, there's still time. He's still making movies. That's yeah. true. Peter Jackson still makes movies. I would love for him to go back to something like this after having made two like ridiculously <laughs> ubiquitous trilogies. Go back to go back to his horror horror roots. Well, he uh, as of 2018, he said he was working on a 4K transfer of this oh. and his first movie, Bad Taste. So, and that if was- he can, if he can do one of uh, Meet the Feebles, then we get get his early. Splatter uh, trifecta. Uh, I yeah. would really like a 4K transfer of this because it might make it affordable to purchase. Yes. Okay, so that's the best. That's the, probably the best way for you to get it. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, I went looking on Amazon. And it's like, hey, you can give a buy a copy of this if you want to drop seventy bucks on a DVD. And I'm just like, no, no I, I don't. But that's what the Internet Archive is for. Uh, you, I don't know about that. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. What? We weren't what? supposed to say that? Shit. <laughs> My bad. Oh, I did it again. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know what you're talking about, Rob. I don't know how you got this movie. Um, so, here's a, here's a fun one. If you could take any character uh, from this movie and put them in Reanimator, or vice versa, any character from Reanimator and put them in Dead Alive, uh, what would you do, and what would you have their storyline be now that they're in this new frightening world? Oh. I mean, I would really want to take Herbert, put him in Dead Alive, <laughs> have him, uh, and just essentially have him doing the same thing he was doing in Reanimator, except that in, in except that in just trying to reanimate, uh, reanimate human flesh, or uh, excuse me, living flesh. Uh, maybe he starts with the monkey. I could just see him studying the stomped out corpse of the Sumatran rat monkey, being like, hmm. I bet uh-huh. I could do something with this, which would unfortunately mean you'd have to see that ugly ass thing in more scenes. But you know, uh, that's not unfortunate. Not to you, maybe that thing. I saw that and I was like, ah, God. Oh, it was man, the. Uh, you know what? What I actually thought was fucked you up. You are in. Box. You are in for some shit, Mister Christie. Probably. 
If you're yeah, already getting like weirded out by certain things. Oh my god. It's only week two? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of hoping that something gets, something weirds me out all 13 weeks. Kind of hoping. See, there, see, you did it. You did it. You did it. You might puke. You did it to yourself. There's a reason I don't eat right before I watch any of these. <laughs> just, just, just as a precaution. Okay, so you would put Herbert in. Uh, yeah, I'd put Herbert alive. that alive, and uh, yeah. Father Ma- Father Magruder into <laughs> into uh, yeah. into Reanimator. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He can kick ass for the Lord in that movie too. He doesn't even have to do anything different, except that I would have him probably survive the initial wave of zombies. Kick ass for science. For science, yes. I kick ass for research. For the theological sciences. There yes. You go. Oh God, uh, Carlos, would you do a swap, a character swap? I think those are the two big characters um, in the two movies that would. God damn it, Rob! Luckily, you went first. Father Magruder, definitely Reanimator. Um, and yeah, I feel like those are two. So I don't, I don't feel like Lionel will fit in Reanimator. Though he's you know the right. character, but he wouldn't fit in there. Um, although uh, Vera might fit in the Reanimator, yeah, and have you know her character be uh, not be a zombie, but it be a, you know reanimated mashup of different body parts and people. That'd be crazy. Yep. Uh, I would put I uh, put Megan. In Dead Alive, because Megan needs a win, because Barbara Crampton's awesome. And uh, what happens is Megan and Reanimator is fucked up. So, yes. And then, uh, uh, from Dead Alive, I would put, I'd probably go with, uh, let's make Uncle Les put him in Dr. Hill's role. Oh, that would not improve. I mean, it would be good, it but would it be just wouldn't evil. improve that character. Oh. No, but that's uh, you know, villain for a villain. There, there, I wasn't trying to improve it. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make it a nice one. When uh, Carlos said Vera, I was thinking that she could also maybe be uh, either a similar role to Dr. Hill or maybe a lackey of Dr. Hill's. Just this incredibly mean-spirited old woman Yeah, who was cheering him on as he did things. But I feel like you already have what happened to Megan in that movie and then have a character like that. Oh no. You could make that you good. could make that worse. Just yeah. yeah. Don't, but you could. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It could be worse. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, God, now that's in my brain and I'm all right. I don't I'm not gonna be able to get okay. it out. Um we'll, 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 we'll help you move on here. Okay. Because you've got to make your picks. Um, so, <clears throat> for for T either what, what's his point total right now? Uh, he's at zero. He's at zero. Okay, to submit, you know what? No, no. If you get it right, you get two points. You end on a positive. If you get it wrong, um, you have to work your way up from a negative next week. Okay. The Put official guess. One, so, official guess. Um, I I was of the opinion. That Dead Alive came from Griff and Reanimator came from Carlos. <laughs> Sucker! 
Damn. Nope, I took yeah. the animator. Honestly, no. Honestly, these are just gonna. A lot of these are just gonna be guesses. Like, as I could have seen this going either. Obviously, I could have seen it going either way because I guessed completely the wrong way. <clears throat> all right. That's all right. I got time. To, I got time to make up for it. Yeah, you do. Um, so you won't be getting. I I actually thought this is what was gonna be one of the easier ones. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought you were gonna get it this week. Um, yeah, I asked Griff, and he's like, you know, he's he'll, he's gonna get it. Reanimator is like one of Griff's favorite movies. Yeah, like ever. So, uh, you'll be getting this week's uh, next week's picks from podcast producer from the stars, Mark Warren, uh, because now you have no way of knowing who picked what. So obviously, uh, I had no way of knowing before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I actually thought the way we presented them, you would have known. Yeah. So, um, it, it, so you're negative. You're negative two going into next week. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Right. Uh, we will we will give our picks to Mr. Mark Warren um, by the end of this weekend. I mean, it's it's Friday, so uh, we'll get them out before. Well, probably by tomorrow. Yeah. Probably we'll probably think. I mean, it's ten forty-seven now. Guys, so you, people are listening, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so we'll probably decide within the next hour or so which two we're going to give. And then uh, put it in our show notes for Mark to, you know, to, to, to hand that out because um, we took great pride and pleasure in this second week. Actually, technically this is the first week because last week we, we just all picked three movies to just watch a trilogy. So yeah. This was actually the first week of the Guess who? Um, I'm excited that you got it wrong. Um, Will I so go 0 for 12? Please no. You will actually be 0 for 9 because. Huh? Well, no, it's 0 for. I don't know. All right, so uh, major pick. You lost this week. Yep. Um, any negative final words? Well, negative two points starting for next episode. Any final words about the two movies? Any. I, any predictions for what you might see next week? Because you don't know, and you won't know until Mark tells you. I don't know. I'm not going to know until Mark tells me, as you say. I don't even want to try to make predictions because I want to go into these experiences as blind as is possible. So, that so my they... question is, did you pick up on the theme for this week? You mean comedy? Maybe you don't mean comedy, but they were both, they were both uh, pretty funny movies for very different reasons. Okay, so no. Okay, I guess. No, I. You're starting, I said you're no. starting negative three. That's fine. That's great. Okay. Anyway, Griff, what you were saying? Now the asshole's coming back. Yeah, at least tell him. No, I'm not gonna tell him. Okay. So figure it out. You have one week to figure it out. <laughs> you don't get to deep point me. I guess you do. We don't get to what? I was gonna I say. We don't get. We don't. Do you get to deep point me twice? We, we, we okay. You clarified. I'll, and I'll, then I'll, I said. And then I said, yeah, I guess you do. Because, you know, you're right. running the game. So, okay. All right. Time to play the game. I'm playing game. Uh, and time to close this one out. So, uh, Rob survived. Uh, Reanimator and Dead Alive. Next week. Brain dead. Brain dead. Uh, you know, next week we will find out what happens on his journey through horror. And with that, this has been another episode. It's them damn enchiladas, the podcast. 
If you enjoyed the show, you can leave us a non-trifling voicemail at 443-906-0040. As always, big thank you to podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, who has been responsible for making us sound oh so spectacular. So thanks, Mark. Uh, Until next time, have fun, stay safe, be wary, wear a damn mask, uh, denounce white supremacy, do not uh, fall for this bullshit, and uh, get those people out your life if you know them. And be sure to hydrate, 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 hydrate. Carlos, what are you fighting? Fighting those damn capital writers, bro. Good call. Rob? I don't know what you want from me. We wanted that catchphrase, but you don't have it this week. So thank you, everyone, for listening. New followers, old listeners, everybody in between. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Good night, everybody.